0: Coach Stone
1: Podcast. Coach Stone Podcast number twenty-one. I want to thank everyone for listening to Coach Stone Podcast. I want to especially thank JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sports Network. BJ, for asking me to do this back in December. Remember, if you ever want to listen to any of my old podcasts or new podcasts, you can listen to them on iTunes and Stitcher under J.C. Hawks Radio. Remember also, please visit my website, CoachStoneFootball.com, for all my blogs, past podcasts, PE books, PE games, and football book coming out soon, Back to the Basic Drill Manual. Without further ado... My next guest for podcast number 21, I have Frances Reimer. She is the founder of Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. Francis, are you on?
0: Hi, how are you?
1: How are you doing? Pretty good. What's going on?
0: Oh, you know,
1: the usual. The usual, right? Exactly. <laughs> so let's do this, okay? So for my audience, Frances, I know you listen to me all the time. I remember when we first met in New York couple of weeks back, you're like, oh, I listened to your show. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, that's, that's that's another guy in New York. I, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm real so small. So what we'll do is this. Let's just go over the game plan. The game plan is very simple. We'll have some commercial breaks in between then from my sponsors. But what we'll do is this. Pre-game, we'll talk about yourself. Tell us all, everything about you and things like that. Talk about your Firestarter brand a little bit, but not too much, because that's going to be the first question. That's going to be the kickoff question. Then what we'll do is a first drive question. Then we'll go into halftime for a little bit, talk about some personal branding thing that you you were telling me about in New York. And then what we'll do is come back with a kick return question, second drive question, two-minute warning for your words of wisdom, and then the end of the game, if we have overtime, we will do that. Okay, Francis? Sounds good. Perfect, Kate. So right now, pregame, the floor is yours. Please tell us how to meet you on social media, all that stuff, things like that. Tell us how many followers you have. The floor is yours.
0: Well, you can find me online at my website, www.yourfirestarter.com. You can find me on Twitter at YourFirestarter, on Instagram at FirestarterCEO, or on Facebook at FirestarterBrand. And um, across all of my platforms, probably a couple of thousand here and there on each platform, but what I'm proud about is a lot of people will give me a hard time of how am I a brand person and don't have thousands and thousands upon followers, and, and my response to that is always that my followers are authentic, um, and so I, I keep my followers to people who I have organically gained and have cultivated throughout my career.
1: Awesome. Perfect. Okay, so let's do this. Before we go to the first kickoff question, we're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back, and then I'll ask you the first first uh, kickoff question. Is that okay? Yep. Perfect. Coach Stone Podcast Number Twenty One. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Safe contact, sound fundamentals. Tackle bar football is a safer approach that preserves the tradition and fundamentals of the football game. What is tackle bar football? Tackle bar football is a safer approach to the game that preserves the tradition and spirit of the sport. Players wear traditional football equipment plus a tackle bar harness that holds two foam bars across the lower back. The defender must attract and engage with a proper form tackling technique while wrapping the ball carrier and ripping a bar from the harness. With this approach, players stay on their feet rather than taking the ball carrier to the ground. Tackle bar. Back from commercial break, got Francine Reimer on the on the line with the podcast number twenty one, founder of the Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. Francis, before we start, first question for you for the kickoff question: How and why did you start your business?
0: So my business was actually uh, started a little bit on a whim. Um, I have been in the world of integrated marketing and PR. For almost 20 years, and for the past seven years, I'd been working at a large agency um, and, and doing very well, uh, bringing in lots of clients, having very successful projects. And, and really, there was just nowhere else for me to go inside the firm. I was high as I was going to get. Um, and so I turned to my boss and said, you know what? If I did this for you, I can do this for myself. Um, and so I, I did just that. And I knew specifically that I wanted to work mainly with athletes. Um, I work with people of all all industries, but athletes are, are the bulk of, of my clientele. And I knew that I wanted to work with athletes because they do have a very complex brand situation, and there are not a lot of people out there that are helping them navigate um, the transition of their brands from collegiate to pro to retired or whatever their particular brand journey might be. Um, and, and as a result, uh, guys' brands or gals' brands are not as strong as they possibly could be and serving them as well as they could in retirement. And so I knew that was, that was specifically the, the demographic that, that I wanted to, to work with.
1: Perfect. And now let me ask you a question. This is a, a second part to this first kickoff question. I apologize because after you're talking about, you're talking about athletes. Wh- what do you think about today's athlete? Like I know when I work with some NFL guys and things like that, the one thing they always say is I wish I could invest in my money. Like the older guys, I wish Ooh. I would have not like done this, done this, done that, right? Your company helps that, correct? So you go in and be like, hey, listen, I'll do this or I do that, right? And you help them make it so their brand or per se everything is there for the long run. Is that what I would say with your company?
0: Right, yeah. So what I, what I, go, what I come in and do, and hopefully, you know, an athlete um, or a celebrity is engaging me at the apex of their celebrity. That way we can capture it as much as possible and help maintain that audience into their retirement. Um, you know, in today's age of people wanting constant information and be, being fed constant entertainment, you, you have to develop a strategy and a way to keep yourself at the top of the feed. And it's not about plastering more and more info up there. It's about plastering the right info and cultivating your audience the right way. And so I help celebrities. Um, whether they're, they're in the spotlight or not in the spotlight, use the resources that they have through paid, earned, owned, and shared opportunities to help them hold on to the spotlight as, as long as, as possible so that when they're in retirement, they're doing things like you know making appearances or doing speeches or books or whatever they desire to do, that they're doing quality work and not quantity work. Um, to keep their name and their face out there. And so I really help them um, think of the best way to transition their career. Um, You know, just like a financial planner helps you think of the best way to transition your money from when you're at the height of your earning potential to where you might be in retirement, I help somebody do the exact same planning and strategy and content creation around their brand.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, so what we'll do is this. Let's let's go to a couple commercial breaks. We'll come back with the first drive question, and okay. that one's gonna be good. And here's the thing too: we're gonna I, I want to dive in more with your business. So that's okay, because I want to yeah. I want to. We're gonna like in the second half, we're gonna talk about the coaches, and I know you do some work with colleges. We won't say any names or nothing unless you want to do it, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. you know, cause I I know you have like you know privileges like we talked about in New York, but you know, let's you talk about like say you know I, I go to these places, these places, things like that. But we'll do that later on. But we'll be right back with a commercial break with Francine, the founder of the Firestarter Consulting Firm. Um, And I, I really like this. This is awesome. But we'll be right back. Coach Stone Podcast number 21. Do you preach about ball security? Is getting better each day something you strive to do? Do you want to work to eliminate fumbles? The high and tight teaching football is a revolutionary design football that encompasses virtually every method known to eliminate fumbling thus maximizing your opportunity to be victorious. The high and tight teaching and training football is state-of-the-art patent football that gives athletes and those around instant audible feedback when you are holding the football correctly, high and tight, thus closing the gap between the wrist and the body and the elbow and the body. Whether you're a player, utilize the wing tee, carrying with two hands over the ball, or a pro style against their body, High and Tight provides an audible alert when proper hold is executed correctly. Start to create habits that win games with teaching your players how to carry the ball high and tight. Order yours today at highandtight.com. Use promo code COACHSTONE to save. What legacy will you leave as a coach? The three-dimensional coaching framework empowers coaches at every level to fulfill their transformational purpose by helping them become fundamentally sound, skilled at coaching the mind, and focus on developing the heart. Are you needing to take courses to meet professional development or recertification requirements? If so, check out the different online 3D coaching course offerings at 3dinstitute.com. You can even take the 3D coaching course for three graduate credits. Make sure you use the coupon unite all to save ten percent on your entire cart. That's unite all, no spaces, all one word at 3dinstitute.com. Back from commercial break, we got Francine Reimer on the on the podcast, founder of Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. And I really like this, especially with the summer and everything, and we're gonna hit this in the second half about you know, high school athletes, college athletes, professional athletes. Maybe something wrong or things like that in the media and things like that. But here's the kickoff question. I'm sorry, the first drive question for you, Francine. How soon should athletes begin thinking about their brand? Well, Go ahead. in
0: this, this day and in this day and age, um, you know, there are varying schools of thought about when this needs to get started. Um, and I say that for parents or coaches you have a athlete, whether it's a boy or a girl, if, you're, if you have an athlete that you're seeing a lot of upward potential, um, meaning they're getting collegiate nibbles, they're getting you know pro nibbles, um, you want to start making sure that they're managing their brand uh, the right way um, as soon as possible. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of pre-teens. And early teens um, being on social media and having social media accounts, but parents are allowing that. And if and if your child is in that cohort, you really just want to make sure that they're, you know, that they're being very careful about what they post in terms of pictures, um, you know, what they're saying, if they're, you know, liking things, making sure that they're all appropriate and all putting, you know, your child's best foot forward. Um, I'm seeing. Parents come to me with, with kids as young as junior high that are wanting to start crafting their brands, and, and I mean, that's definitely an individual parent decision, but if the parent is interested in that, um, there's ways to do it so that it's not overwhelming or cumbersome to the child so that they're staying focused on, on school and sports and not so much on their, on their online reputation. But if you're going to allow them to be out there um, as a parent or as a coach, then you do need to be watching them and making sure that they're putting their best foot forward, and you know, auditing them on a regular basis to make sure that they're, you know, they're kids, and kids are going to say um, things that are a little cringe-worthy, um, and so definitely take the time to audit them and make sure that they're they're putting their best foot forward.
1: You know, I, I think you make a valid point because. So many times do I see on social media, or a football being a football coach and coaching all sports like my daughter's soccer team, my son's flag team, kids making posts, and then they either losing for the older kids, like you said, losing scholarships, mm-hmm. or NFL players, something happened to them, you know, or even with these younger kids getting called into the principal's office, you know, and you know it hasn't happened in my school, I don't think, but. You know, if they get called in for of posting something, they shouldn't have posted, right? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how social media has really come. Because I, I remember when I was a little kid, we didn't have that, right? We, we had a dial-up internet. Remember that one it had a do doo and yeah. three rings, and I just, I could just, I couldn't imagine if we had social media when I was in college. I just couldn't imagine that. And that's one thing all these coaches nowadays think about. Like a lot of them with electronics, are like Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, what's that, you know? And there are some that it's amazing, you know, some of us are on it, right? But Mm -hmm. we just can't get off it, especially the younger kids. It's like they got to have a – they were like – they weren't born with a cell phone in their hand, but they are nowadays if you notice that, right? Right. And I I just – I think it's amazing. And I like what you do because with your company, you try to say, hey, like, Let's not, like let's think about this before we do something, right? You know that that's pretty much what you guys do, right? Your company right. and everything, right? right? Can you elaborate like things you've done before without like saying names or anything? Is that is that possible? Sure.
0: sure yeah. I mean, I I do trainings for teams from high school all the way up to the pros of helping athletes understand this world of brand and and social media and earned media and how it all comes into play. And the biggest hang-up that a lot of people have is, you know, we are not our audience. And we have lots of different sets of eyeballs that are on us all the time. If you're out on social media, you have tons of people who are um, looking at um, what you're posting. And sometimes those eyeballs are the people that you intended TO SEE YOUR POST, AND SOMETIMES THOSE EYEBALLS ARE PEOPLE THAT YOU DIDN'T INTEND, BUT THEY'RE ALL THERE IN THE SAME SPACE. Um, AND UNLESS, YOU KNOW, YOU'RE ON FACEBOOK OR SOMETHING AND HAVE INDIVIDUAL FILTERS OR ON TWITTER AND HAVE INDIVIDUAL LISTS OF of PEOPLE THAT YOU POST THINGS TO, ALL OF YOUR VARIOUS various AUDIENCES ARE are SEEING WHAT YOU'RE SAYING. AND SO, YOU KNOW, ESPECIALLY FOR YOUNG um, STUDENT ATHLETES, HELPING THEM UNDERSTAND That point right there is usually a huge game changer because at that age, they just assume that their friends or the cute girl in science class are the only people that are seeing what they're posting. And when they come to realize that, you know, that post that they posted um, about something negative could have been seen by a coach, could have been seen by the media, Um, they, once they get that understanding a little bit more, it really helps them learn to be more responsible about what they're posting. Also, you know, I I talk especially with with young adults, talking to them about the ramifications of not having a good brand when they go out into the working world. Um, I think we do these kids a huge disservice. Um, if we fill their heads that all of them are going pro in their respective sport, they will not. And it's wait, they're not wait, kind of, they're not going pro, right? What, what? No, what kind of are you, Dale? no, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I know. I'm I'm a Debbie Downer. I know. But we have to. A big thing is that I, you know, let these kids know that you have to prepare your brand to be seen by someone like me, um, a potential boss. And, you know, I don't think it's cute that you did X, Y, Z when you were the star football player and you could do that because you were the star football player. That doesn't matter to me when you come see me in the real world. And so helping these young athletes understand how to strike that balance between being, you know, the star athlete but yet preparing for a future that, that doesn't involve um, a ball or a field um, or, you know, a bat or what have you, helping them understand that is a huge um, game changer as well. And also helping them understand what is good quality content and what is not good quality content um, is also, you know, really huge. And so in my, in my, in my career and my job um, at Firestarter, I, you know, I really try to sit down and work with people um, it's all about putting the best foot forward always and making mm. sure that we we understand this mechanism in which we're living our lives. And for young adults where the id has not surpassed the ego in their brain yet, um, that's all the more important that we help them understand the ramifications to their actions and help them also understand that, you know, look, your social media account, you know, you're not, um, you know, you're, you're not LeBron James. People are not scouring your social media account on a, on a regular basis. Whoops. And what that means is that if you say something bonehead or you post something that you really just shouldn't have, then go back and take it down. Um, it's, it's not the end of the world if you find the mistake. If somebody else finds the mistake, then it could become an issue. But if you audit yourself, and take responsibility for monitoring yourself, that you're usually going to do okay. And that's, and that's a big thing to help young people understand is that just because you posted something doesn't mean it needs to stay there. And um, and, and it's okay to go back and audit yourself if you've changed your mind or, or the situation has changed. Um, because what happens with a lot of these athletes, we saw it with the young man from Villanova right after their last win of the season, um, some posts that he had made when he was in junior high um, that had just not been taken down um, were still on an active account and people found them and on mm-hmm. a night where he, on a night where he should have been celebrating you know likely the biggest win of his collegiate career, he was dealing with uh, Twitter backlash uh, of people coming after him and all simply because. He didn't audit his own accounts, or the the handlers working with him at at, at Villanova didn't monitor his it didn't audit his accounts thoroughly. And so, you know, I never want to see that happen to to an athlete I, or anybody for that matter. And so, you know, my job is really to get out there and help people um, connect these dots of of what brand and living and online life is all about and, and, and just help them make the best of it. Because this is not going away. Um, our lives will become more and more and more an online um, in the online space. And so we need to know how to be cogniz- cognizant of it and, and manage it to the best of our ability.
1: You know, the one thing I really like what you said was you made a comment about, you know, like you have a, on your Twitter, you have a hashtag, the brand, right? Hashtag brand. And I, I think it's very important, and I think that's a great analogy using the Villanova guy because the guy should have been, like, you know, being awesome about the game, but then he was more like, you know, you know why did you do this years ago, right? It, 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 for coaching, and this goes for every parent that has a kid that is in a sport, if you have a problem with a coach, and I think, I don't know if you agree with this, Francine, but don't, right after the game, don't attack the coach, right? Don't attack the coach right after the game. Wait 24 hours, okay? Don't text or don't send an email or don't meet them at the field, like, because after the game, the coaches got done playing. And, you know, a lot of the coaches, especially the younger ones, like I deal with, with my flag and my daughter's soccer, we're volunteer coaches. We don't right. get paid, right? We're right. Like, we are talking one day, uh, you know, we had to reschedule, Francine and I, because I had to run. I was at seven on seven, and then I had to go to another, do another flag football, and then all of a sudden we get an accident with one of our kids at home and it, it's just, you, you can never stop, you know? And I I loved your post recently on your Twitter about, you know, with you, like, it looks like you rolling in the carpet.
0: That was so, <laughs>
1: fun. that was so funny. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not like like following you on Twitter like you were saying, but, but I think it's funny how, you know, cause we met in New York and you were very awesome. We had that lunch and we met at the, uh, that expo event. I think it was great. And that's when I asked you to be a, a, a member, uh, not a member, a guest on my on my podcast. So I, I, I thank you for that. And that's awesome that um those those questions I asked you, I think that, that was great. So thanks, Francine. You're welcome. Perfect. Let's do this. Let's go to halftime. We'll have some commercial breaks. We'll have my book. And then we'll also have another commercial break. And then we'll come back from halftime after some water, talk about some consulting stuff. And then I want to go into more about, you know, the high school and college things and how you – go to their schools and things like that. I know you touched base on them, but we can do it more if that's Okay. Yes, that's uh, fine. Coach Stone Podcast number 21. We'll be right back. Huddle is a leading software company revolutionizing the way coaches and athletes prepare and stay ahead of the competition. Go to at Football on Twitter, Or go to www.huddle.com slash football for more information on Huddle. The Big Four, a physical education book written by Coach Anthony Stone, can be purchased through the following locations. Amazon, iTunes,
0: BarnesandNoble.com, and Kobo. Brunch. $30. that's
1: okay, Wendy. That was a good carry. You're still the man. You're the
0: man. Latte. (laughs) $4.
1: Shake it off, Johnny. Rub some dirt on it.
0: New piano, $3,000. All right, guys. They're not saying boo. They're saying movers. Supporting your team. Priceless. All
1: right, Bobby. You still got the best home in the neighborhood.
0: There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard.
1: This is VCAT, right? Back from halftime. Coach Stone podcast number 21. Got Francine Reimer on the phone from the founder of Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. So, yep. Francine, here we go. Kickoff return question. How can parents best help their high school or college-age athlete to transition their brand to the
0: next level? Yeah, so the, I think the best way a parent can help, uh, a couple of the best ways a parent can help their um, high school or collegiate-age athlete transition their brand is, one, Leading by example, um, you know whether whether they will or will admit it or not, teenagers do uh, pay attention to what their parents do and emulate what their parents do. So if their parents are practicing good, solid online brand management, then they can also show their teen how to do that as well. Um, you know, posting things that are appropriate, speaking to people in an appropriate manner online. Um, being mindful of, of the kinds of pictures and the kinds of information that we're, we're putting out there about ourselves. So, you know, demonstrating to their, their student-athlete um, positive ways to talk about yourself and your accomplishments and, and your, your activities online is definitely one way parents can, can help their um, student-athlete manage their brand online. The second, is parents taking an active role um, in monitoring their student-athlete's social media? And it it doesn't matter if it's Instagram or Twitter or even LinkedIn, if if your student-athlete is on there. But, you know, just taking a look at them regularly and making sure that your student-athlete is making good choices about what they're saying, what they're posting, the things that they're liking, um, the pictures that they're tagged in. All of these things can be undone, if they're inappropriate and caught early. Um, and so if parents are monitoring that and making sure that, um, you know, that their, their student athlete is acting appropriately and, and they're quickly jumping in and, and asking the student athlete to take it down or make, take corrective action if something um, doesn't look quite right or, or isn't going to position the student athlete in, in the right light. So that's certainly the second way um, that they can help. And third is as your student athlete gets older, especially when they're in their college years, um, you know, encourage them to get on platforms like LinkedIn and start developing a professional brand so that they're better prepared for internships and jobs as they start to, you know, end their, their collegiate career and start to get out into the real world, you know, parents you know, taking an active role in, in helping their child with that if they, if they want it or showing their child how they put together their own LinkedIn profile and how it works and benefits them or getting them, you know, professional resources like someone like myself to help the, the student athlete set up their accounts the right way, you know, write about themselves in an appropriate way. So those are the four ways that, the four best ways that I think a, a parent can certainly help their student athlete, especially at the high school or collegiate level, put their, their best foot forward.
1: You know what I really like, too, is how you said, like, if you'd like, it's like you're not even, like, trying to get business right now. You're just trying to give advice. And I think that's awesome. I just want you to know that. Thank and you. I, I, I really mean that because here's the thing. A lot of people don't do that, right? It's like, hey, I'm sorry um, if, if I'm doing this for you, uh, you got to pay me we're right. like you, you said like, like, and we're going to, I want to go a second part of this question. If that's okay. Because I think yeah. a lot of the coaches that are listening, high school and college coaches, if you are listening right now, or you, any, any kind of cl- like sport team. Okay. This is very important because, you know, Francine, I think it'd be great if they come, if they come to you. Right. Cause I, I, I know you said earlier, you touch base, that you go see some high schools, some colleges and things like that. And you talk to the, staff or collegiate things or even Mm -hmm. coaches probably that's the second part that's a that's a second drive question about coaches so let's not go over there yet but you talk to the athletes about hey you know it's like hearing it from a different person someone that's actually done it is doing it right right? protecting pro athletes all all sport platforms you know i think you said that you do all the sports i I believe and then on top of it you help other people besides that making sure that they don't do something where it's going to destroy their brand altogether, right. you know because overnight you could you could be like like you said you could be little, you could be like they 're not LeBron James right but if right. they cultivate to that level, they can go from LeBron to Minute Bowl you know I don't know if a lot of people number Bow seventy sixer, but like honestly, no one hears about him or like if I say minute right. Bowl, people are like who's that guy right? right and but he was popular when he first came in the league but then all of a sudden he just disintegrated, right? Yeah. And there's other yeah. athletes. That's happened for a lot of athletes, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just one, and, you know, you brought the vill- – I mean, I could just – we could do a whole podcast probably with you probably saying, oh, about this guy, this guy, this girl, this lady, this guy, you know, <laughs> things like that. So what I want to ask you is what do you do or, like, your company, how, does, like, how do people, like, tell us how to get a hold of you again and things like that. If a high school or a college team wants to have you come in, Can you just touch base a little bit of what you do? Because I know you already said it a little bit, but just so the listeners hear it again.
0: Yeah, so if I'm engaged by a high school or collegiate or even pro um, program. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, to come in and chat with them, I have a 60-minute and a 90-minute presentation that I give that runs through you know, why why we're even talking about brand. Um, how do you create a brand? How do you take your brand and translate it onto social media platforms? What social media platforms are best for you? Um, how do you identify your audience? Um, how do you write or create content for each of your audiences, for each of the different platforms that that you will put information on? How do you explain? then your, um, your brand beyond just social media into, you know, things like earned media, like PR or speeches or appearances? And, and, and you know, how do you transition your brand um, if you decide to do just something completely different with your life? And so I walk people through all of that. Um, obviously, this presentation um, turns a little bit um, at the pro level, because obviously the pro players, um, their, their needs are slightly different than somebody at the high school or collegiate level. But I really try to get people to understand uh, what, this, what brand is and why it matters and why it's going to continue to matter and then how to apply it, really how to take it from the academic um, concept to real-world application. Um, that's where a lot of people get lost in this whole brand concept, is taking it from that academic definition over to real world application um, and and what it should look like. How do do you measure it to know that it's working? How do you change gears if it's not? Um, If you, you know, for a pro person, for example, if you're paying somebody to manage your brand, what should you be looking for? What are questions you should be asking? What are results? that you should be expecting. Um, these are all, this is all new to us um, as individuals. These these questions were normally things, um, you know, managed by the marketing department in large companies, but now this is coming down to the individual level. And so this is very, very much a new frontier for everyone. And, and so what I walk people through is what is it, um, how do you apply it, and what you should expect out of it Um, and so I have um, a 60 minute presentation and a 90 minute presentation obviously the 90 minute presentation goes into a lot more depth but it's helping you know student athletes and even pro athletes you know understand understand the importance of things like security um, the settings of their social media accounts and how that can impact their brand um, how they can stay connected to people but not have to see them Um, That's also important to brand. But then also how to take what you've built online and apply it in real life. Um, You know, you and I, you know, are connected to a lot of people on social media. Maybe some of them we haven't even met in real life. And I can't tell you how many times that somebody has connected with me, uh, you know, especially on Instagram, and I've reached out to them and been like, you know, hey, so-and-so, I'm going to be in your town. Would you like to meet for coffee since we've never met in real life? And they won't. They won't come and meet you. Um, mm. And and so when that happens, for me personally, I, I automatically um, unfollow the person because to me that's a little weird that you want to be connected to somebody online, but if the person reaches out and offers to you know, take you for a cup of coffee and you decline. That, that's a little sketchy to me, so I usually unfriend. But in, in this online world, we have to remember to be human. Um, we have to remember to develop those human relationships. And so, and, and brand is a part of that. And so helping young athletes understand that it's great to build an empire online, but you have to be able to convert that into the real world, too. Um, and so, what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And so, I talk a lot about uh, that as well.
1: That's awesome, and I, I think I think that's great. You know, and you know, it's high schools that are listening. Any any kind of sport team, you know, pro team, you know, and I, I, I you would probably say, Francine, your 60 minutes probably for your high school. Usually, you usually don't do a 90 minute for high school, do you? Or do you do? Do you see it how do you see it when you usually do it the more yeah, for the, the nFL and college ones
0: um the, the sixty minute for definitely at the high school level i'll usually yeah. i'll usually try to limit myself to about forty five minutes and leave uh, fifteen minutes for questions or for discussion. The reality is, is that the teenage brain sixty minutes you're you're asking a lot of them no matter how energetic or peppy you are um, 60 minutes for the teenage brain you're really pressing your luck Um, so I I usually will keep it at 45 minutes at the collegiate level but leave time for discussion Um, there's usually really good questions that that come out Um, at the collegiate level I'll usually do the full 60 Um, they seem to be a little bit um, more able to you know sit through the sixty minute conversation unless the coach says otherwise, unless the coach is really like, you know we should cut it down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and, at the, and at the pro level, the pro level, it's really at the discretion um, of the um, player development person or the head coach. Um, I've done presentations as short as 30 minutes and presentations as long as 90 minutes. So it's really just, it's really at the discretion of of the person who's hiring me. But the younger the student athlete, um, the shorter um, I try to make the presentations just simply because, um, you know, holding their attention for that long um, really, really is a challenge. So I try to get right to the point and right right to the meat of what they need to know. I also allow them to have their phones out while I give my presentation. Um, I find it that it's um, a lot more powerful to them if they have their social media pages open as I'm giving my presentation and they can kind of compare and contrast with what I'm, I'm talking about. So um, I let them know at the beginning of the presentation that they, they can have their phone out um, if they want to tweet at me or you know go to my Instagram account during my presentation they're they're more than welcome to um, and that usually gets them a little more excited about the presentation and and um, I get some interesting i get some interesting comments <laughs> which which are always a lot of fun nothing nothing ever inappropriate but it's it's always a fun uh, a fun read for me after the presentation is over but um, that's that's usually how I'll break it down, depending on uh, what kind of group I'm speaking to.
1: That's funny. So okay, so let's do this. Let's go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. But before we go to the commercial break, I just want to, this is like my tip, right? And Francine, you probably were like, oh, that's that's what I always say. If you're an <laughs> athlete, if you're an athlete, do me one favor. Never give your significant other, if you're not married or married, I if you're not married. I don't recommend you giving them your password to your social media. Is that correct,
0: Francine? Yes. That's, that's,
1: absolutely,
0: <laughs> that's, that's absolutely correct. Um, I had an instance last year with a oh, client. there you go. Yeah. That had, um, he had several young women who had access to his account and they all found out about each other and took to his account to post some pretty not flattering things and and it, you know it all got taken down and and really nobody in the larger um, larger world probably even noticed but uh, at the end of the day um, you know you should not be giving out your social media passwords I, I would even say even if you are married um, that's your account and and you should probably keep it to yourself however you know I understand how marriages work, and that always is not going to be, that's not going to fly, but it's really important, uh, you know, especially the more in the spotlight you are that, that you have a small, very trusted circle of people that have access to that information because you just simply don't want to have to go into crisis communication mode. and, and share <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> right? I, I and, love that. And, 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 sharing, and sharing your password is something that is 100% preventable um you can't you can't do anything about somebody hacking into your account but if you're actively giving out your information well you're kind of you know bringing that drama on onto yourself so mm-hmm. it's best just to, to not do that
1: there you go great advice let's do a commercial break we'll be right back coach stone podcast number 21 The safety of your players is more important than ever as the game changes to protect the players Tackle Tube USA is a leading way with the original innovative product design, not only to practice safer, but promote and teach the best tackling technique. Invented in 2009 by professional rugby player and coach Glenn Remnant, Tackle Tube allows the players to simulate real game situations, track and tackle a moving target, promote great body position, and improve technique and timing. Coaches in the U.S. and all over the globe are using Tackle Tube to promote a safer and more effective way to tackle. Unlike other bags that have a limited use, there are many ways to use a Tackle Tube in your practice, both in season and out of the season. Drills for every position, Tackle Tube never needs to leave the practice field. Check us out at TackleTubeUSA.com or on our YouTube channel and all social media. Look for tackle tube USA. Coach Stone Podcast number 21. We're back from commercial break. Got Francine Reimer on the phone. She is the founder of Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. Frances, next question is this. Ready? Yep. How should coaches be thinking about their brand? Because we know we hear all the things about, like, you know, ones on motorcycles with their secretaries and things like that. But – what do you think with today's world, how should coaches be thinking about their brand?
0: yeah, well the the world of coaching has definitely um, not that it was never not competitive, but I feel um, the world of coaching is is getting increasingly more competitive simply because it's being brought to the surface thanks to you know social and earned media. But today's coach, I really think needs to be, especially at the at the collegiate level, Really needs to be thinking of their brand almost in two spheres. One sphere being um, being a, a vessel for the team brand for recruiting purposes, so you know you know sharing sharing the, the message of the team for recruiting purposes, sharing information about recruits, um, making the program look as fantastic and robust so that it attracts the best recruits possible. Um, you know, sharing the wins and and overall successes of the program and and of the school. So the coach's brand is is one half over there. But then on the other half, coaches are really, at all levels, um, are really having to um, carve themselves out as thought leaders in their own space. Um, There's so many times where I see a coach who has a great Twitter account they're on Twitter. They're talking it up. They're they're great. And then I go over and look at his LinkedIn account and it's crickets. There's nothing there. You know, the guy hasn't even posted the, the current school he's at. There's no information about his individual successes as a coach. Um, where he's trying to go in his career, it's just crickets. But if you go over to his Twitter account and it's all about the school and the program and everything's great. And so, you know, I really encourage coaches that they have to think about both spheres. Um, You know, just because your head coach moves on to a different program doesn't always mean that you're going along for that ride. Um, And so you want to make sure that your individual brand is as strong as it possibly can be. Um, so that you may be able to leapfrog ahead or get picked up by a different program or just carve out a better situation for yourself in coaching, whether you, you know, start doing leadership camps or write a book or start a podcast or, or whatever the oh, case may be, <laughs> right? Um, oh, no, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh,
1: whatever,
0: whatever it is that you want to do with yourself um, so that you can elongate your career as a coach, You don't want to neglect that. Um, You know, I know coaches are all about the team, but you you have to think about yourself and your career as well, and and you want to make sure that all of your owned media, that means everything that you created, that you manage, all of your owned media is as strong as it possibly can be. Um, A a good friend of mine, uh, Jamie and Christian, who is head coach now at at Siena College, he has done a really good job over the years of making sure that his personal brand was as strong as it possibly could be, but also he encouraged his um assistant coaches to carve out their own individual niches um, for their brand and and he celebrates that and supports that because he he understands that you know they need to move on and move up in their careers and doesn't want them to feel. Like they can't talk about their their successes or their their passions, um, and I think it's very important that coaches focus on both spheres so that they elongate their career or get the most out of their career um, that they possibly can.
1: I, I think that's a very good question, and I apologize. I'm one of those guys because I, I do Twitter right, right? And I, I to start that, and then I did my I did Facebook because in 2010, the ladies of our our USA football team, they would all talk to my wife on Facebook. And then I would relay the message to my wife. Like you gotta get on Facebook. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll start. <laughs> and I think it was one of the worst things I ever did. No offense. Cause I, I like, to be, <laughs> I like to be, I like to be, you met me. Cause I like to be, you know, I like to be just not in there, but LinkedIn, I, I hardly, I am mostly on crickets on that thing, but right. I, I, okay. I will promise I will start doing LinkedIn more whenever I do a Facebook post, a Twitter post, I will definitely do like, you know how, I don't know if you saw, Francine, I Monday, Monday Teachable yep. Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday. Yep. I don't do them all the time because I'm just so busy. But when I do do them, I promise I'll put them on all three platforms. And I'll, I will start that today because of you and because of the <laughs> advice you gave myself about branding, coaching, and even like we were talking about camps at halftime, about, you know, youth camps and branding that and, and making it better and bigger and things like that. I, I do want to thank you for that and things like you're, that.
0: You're welcome. Another another thing that um, I like, a couple of things that I, I like to stress to people um, is more social is not exactly better social. So, oh, great. Uh, you know, it's okay, it's, it's totally okay to be a one-trick social media pony. Um, I always tell clients, Find a platform that you really love and that you really understand and use that platform until you're comfortable moving on. What a lot of people will do, um, you know, a boss tells them, you know, they got to get out on social media or whatever the case may be and they they basically head out there and do buckshot and and they get on everything and what happens is they're everywhere and half-assing most of it. So, you know, I always tell people, start slow, start small, and start building yourself up because, you know, just like a workout program or a savings program, you know, it's discipline. Social media and and brand building is is discipline, and you have to be disciplined every day to to feed the beast, basically, Um, and so start slow and start small, that way feeding the beast um, doesn't doesn't um, overwhelm you completely because like most people the second you get overwhelmed is when you're when you're gonna stop um, and and for coaches you know LinkedIn is is an absolute must for them it's the professional platform and that's where people go to do business um, a lot of coaches are are on Twitter which makes complete sense because that allows them to have um, communication with, with recruits, with other coaches, um, with the media, so Twitter makes absolute sense, but they, they must absolutely be on, on LinkedIn so that they can have a more robust um, professional presence.
1: I think that's awesome. Look, that, that, I think that's, that's a great thing. We, let's stop right there with a the commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll do the two-minute warning Your two minutes of wisdom. I can't wait for this one. That's okay. so (laughs) Coach Stone Podcast number 21, Francine Reimer, founder of Firestar, a personal brand consulting firm. We'll be right back. Go Army Edge Football is a free game-changing app that allows coaches to draw their plays with X's and O's like on a whiteboard and then get the mental reps from the first person's perspective of any position on the field with real-time 3D graphics or virtual reality. Go Army Edge football comes preloaded with many example plays and drills for concepts such as formation recognition and RPO reads. Any coach in any system can benefit from demonstrating in Go Army Edge football, and every player can become a better football player with extra reps in the app. Go visit them on their Twitter or Facebook, insert at Gormy Edge. Back from commercial break, Francis Reimer, Coach Stone Podcast, number 21. She's a founder of Firestarter and a personal brand consulting firm. Two minutes warning, the floor is yours, two minutes of wisdom. All so my,
0: my, my greater wisdom to share is, you know, your brand is being developed um, with or without you. Um, if you're on your company website or mentioned in company news releases or on their social media, your brand is out there. Um, and so whether whether you like it or not, um, it's, it's out there and people's perceptions of you are being formed whether you're in the driver's seat or not. Um, and so I strongly encourage everyone to step over into the driver's seat of their brand and understand what they want the world to, To know about them and how do they authentically put that message out into the world and don't be afraid to try Um, you know we i've talked a lot during this podcast about how how you shouldn't mess up how not to mess up well in in the brand journey there's going to be mess ups. there's going to be things that you wish you wouldn't have said that you wish you wouldn't have posted um, you can go back and change. Um, this is not stone and whatever you put out to the world, you, you can and should evolve. But don't let the fear of putting yourself out there um, completely keep you from, from putting your best foot forward and, and putting the narrative out there about who you are and your authentic self um out there to the world in in a fun and creative and interesting way it's not nearly as hard as it sounds it's not as arduous as it sounds really um anybody can do it and and the reality is is that everyone should be doing it um because this is the world we live in and it's not going away so that is that is my words of wisdom
1: that that is awesome i i mean that's awesome and do me a favor if anybody pro Teams, high school teams, college teams, even athletes want to contact you. Can you give them all your social
0: media again? Yes. Yeah. So you can contact me anytime um, via my website at www.yourfirestarter.com. Um, my email and my phone number is right there on the website. You can call me, text me, email me. I answer to all of the above. Or you can connect with me on social. You can find me on Twitter. At your Firestarter and on Instagram at Firestarter CEO. You can find my company page on Facebook at Firestarter Brand.
1: Awesome. With that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening to Coach Zone Podcast number 21. I want to thank you to Francine Reimer, founder of Firestarter, a personal brand consulting firm. I want to also thank JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sports Network, BJ for letting me do this. If remember, if you ever missed an episode, you can listen to them on iTunes and Stitcher, under JC Hawks Radio. Francis, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Awesome. Always remember instilling confidence by laying the foundation. Thank you, and have a great day. Coach Stone Podcast number twenty one. Out. Coach Stone Podcast.